Well, hello, everybody. I'm Mark Howard, and um, getting ready to start our teleseminar for this month. Uh, so I'm just going to go get the recording started, and I'll be right back. Okay, we got the recording started so that um, for all of you, you'll get mailed out a link to this in a couple of days, or you could find it on my website. So, so happy to have all of you here today and, um, you know, pick a topic that came to me again as I've been um, listening to my audio tapes that I have of City, Sydney Banks. And... Um, and just seeing about the true nature of, of love. And so today we're talking about love is all you need. So I want to talk, talk about that with you because essentially I really think that um, the spiritual energy we are all a part can be felt by us as, as love. There's a feeling to um, to getting into that consciousness where you really feel the source of uh, this spiritual energy of mind. And so I want to talk about that with you today. Um, and when I'm talking about the feeling of love, it's not really um, the feeling of love for the outside. It's, um, it's really about this kind of feeling of, um, uh, there's really nothing to it. It's just this feeling of um, peace and uh, oneness and um, connection, and um, and we call it love. Um, one of the stories that uh, I've, that Sidney Banks has shared with us about um, his having this experience that has become now the three principles. He talks about um, that prior to the real, uh, uh, you know, spiritual uh, aspect of um, of seeing um, the spiritual energy. Um, prior to that, um, he had heard, he had been going to a um, workshop for couples, and he was sitting with a psychologist, and they were both talking about their insecurities. And the psychologist just told Sid, "If you're not insecure, you just think you are." And he really got hit by that. And um, he talks about leaving that workshop and going home and having three days of just love pouring through him, and it actually corrected all of his past, all of his thoughts. And this happened prior to the deep, deep experiences and to which he has shared with us, uh, you know, for many, many years and what has become uh, the, the principles. So what I'm speaking to is a feeling that, that we, we have that is really not so personal. It's just this deep, deep feeling that you would describe as love, as feeling connection and oneness with, with life. Now, um, it gets manifested in, through thought, of course, into different forms. Um, but essentially, it's coming from this formless energy that 
is this feeling of love. And it's always what Sid is pointing to um, when he talks about, don't listen to my words, look for a feeling. And that's the feeling. I guess a way to talk about it is that it's impersonal. But it really is the manifestation of um, at that moment of time being con- feeling that the deep connection you have to mind, to the spiritual energy, the intelligence of of all things. Um, and um, so it gets though uh, manifested through thought, and it gets manifested in many ways. It gets manifested as generosity, so that um, for many people at many times you feel the connection to the humanness of other people, and you are generous. You're giving to them. Um, You help them out. Um, Or it could be compassion. You have a deep understanding of um, what other people are up against. Um, Or you see a person in your life that you care for. And you have understanding that um, they're in a troubled state of mind. So compassion is a form of love that through thought, this pure, impersonal energy of love comes into form. And actually that manifestation of love as compassion helps people a lot in relationships because it's so easy at times to um, look at a person you're in relationship with, a friend or colleague or co-worker or love partner or parent, huh? um, and look at certain behaviors and take it personally. But in the feeling of love through compassion, you have understanding that their behaviors are coming from uh, a state of mind, uh, a certain form of thinking that they're in that's making, you know, a reality that they're living in and it's forming these these ways of acting. And um, And prior to being in the understanding of love, you might have taken it personal. But when you're in the feeling of love, you have understanding. It just occurs to you, you see. Love just manifests through you in this form. The spiritual energy manifests as compassion. And, um, you know, I've told, told the story often of how um, that's happened to me many, many times when I... Um, uh, have been helped out in my relationships because of compassion, of seeing what the other person is up against. That's compassion, having understanding for the humanness. But we can do this. And that's why I talk about how love is all you need, because when you really look at the purity of love, not with its manifestations into different forms, it has the wisdom of the ages behind it. That's why Sidney Banks will say that that love is the feeling of wisdom, that in love you have wisdom. And um, 
my getting a feeling for that, a touch of that, a sense of that. I always talk to the couples that come to see me about that, why it's so important that they find their love again, that it didn't really go anywhere because it can't. If if love is really the energy of all things, uh, the expression of the spiritual energy, uh, again, we're putting a word on this impersonal feeling you have when you're in that space of beyond you. Um, uh, it's got the wisdom and the intelligence of the universe. So when we look at couples and they're talking about uh, love no longer being around, it can't be that way. It must be around. It is in every one of us. Uh, just in terms of the couples that come to see me, the only reason they don't have it is because of the thinking they've got into how they have used their power of thought to think about one another. So I talked to them about the value of us talking in ways that they can find love again, because in that love is the wisdom they're looking for. It will take care of anything that they feel their relationship is up against. And that's true for all of us. All of us in that feeling Again, if you look at it beyond a personal sense of love or beyond the form of love, but of this formless energy, uh, all of us then have wisdom. All of us are guided and assisted. And so I see that manifest in front of my eyes with all the couples that have come to see me. When they clear out through understanding of the principles, understanding about thought and they uh, they are less involved in their usual thinking about one another love comes up so a couple in which they first come to see me and both of them are telling me how awful their partner is they start to get the manifestations of love again and they'll in the session um apologize for for one and to to one another it's just kind of spontaneous that they'll just say they're sorry for the way they've been and they'll say they'll say often it happens where they'll say you know i've always wanted to be the best with you um and so that's part of of, of the expression of love too it's just that habits of thought got in the way i have had times when Couples have been really negative with one another, and all of a sudden they shift. That thinking leaves for a bit, their levels of consciousness rise, and they say, but I really love you. <laughs> it's, really, it's really something that that will happen, that they'll say that. And um, so um, I'm just pointing it out because love never goes anywhere because that's what our true nature is. It's not, again, the personal definition of love. It's this spiritual energy that is love. It must be positive. That's another thing that Sidney Banks says. If you have a realization or an insight, which is wisdom, spiritual energy being formed through you, it must be positive. Because that's truly our nature. 
That's our true nature, and we're always searching for it. Um, and so, again, it, um, it it takes on different forms because through thought, this energy manifests. So we we're talking about compassion. It can manifest in terms of gratitude. Um, gratitude really allows people to be peaceful and contented. If you're thankful for what is, right, um, you don't desire anything more. So love manifesting as gratitude calms our, calms our minds down. Because when you're grateful, you're not looking for anything more. It just takes care of everything and leads to maybe feelings of contentment or satisfaction. So when love is manifested in many ways, it heals. It it takes care of us. Because, again, we've touched um, our true nature. And another way of saying it is our level of consciousness has risen. And now we are through thought, looking at life at a different level. Everything works together, consciousness, thought, mind, you know. It, it's hard to talk about it, but in a way that doesn't, can't, it must be talked about separately, but it all happens at the same time. And so, again, it, again, this wisdom which we're calling the energy uh, being love, speaks to us. Another way of looking at it is that, you know, we're, we're a drop of water in the ocean. But if you really see that, you've got the power of the ocean behind you. You have the guidance and the, uh, the assistance of the ocean, the spiritual energy, guiding you. You don't, you're not doing it alone. That's why this is all you need. And it manifests through the feeling of love. It's really, um, hard to describe the impersonal nature that we're calling love. Because when you touch it, um, or stay in it for a bit, it's not about you. It's not about your physical life. So, again, it isn't about that you love your car or you have love for the being healthy, although that's good. Nothing wrong with that. This is speaking deeper than that, though, to the formless energy you are. And when you touch it, there's a nothingness to it, yet there's this feeling of love. There's this feeling of love. I'll never forget being fortunate enough to somehow have dropped into that after a phone call with Sydney Banks. And I dropped into it, and really, um, in that moment, I wasn't around. Uh, I, I was just in this, like, cocoon or this energy of, of love. And then, of course, uh, it helped me out because... I had to get to my office, and so it reminded me that, you know, I am Mark Howard, and I've got to get to work. 
but I was still in enveloped with with this uh feeling this deep deep feeling and um and so as I'm getting up to to get ready, I'm really in this deep space of love and so Kathy Casey had called me, I answered it, and I was so much in that feeling of love that I was expressing my love for her, how thankful I was that she was in my life, and what a wonderful person she was, and all of this, you know. And so she says to me, what are you been doing, smoking pot, you know, you've been smoking some marijuana? Well, that's what it was, you know, you're high, you're in this higher level of consciousness, you know. Um, but I've had that from time to time, um, particularly after Sydney Banks seminars or talking with Sydney Banks, where, and maybe for you too, you know, with your insights into the principles, all of a sudden your molecules align to the truth and you're in a different space. And um, you have to really work hard at work, you know, living in the physical world, world for a while. You know, so, uh, but but that's just, again, rising to a higher level of consciousness and being into these deep feelings that are impersonal. Impersonal meaning they have nothing to do with you as your person. Um, but they're there for you. So when they're being manifested in terms of humor or kindness or tenderness, or compassion, you know you're in the right place. You know you you want to follow uh, that that manifestation because it's the manifestation of love, which is the pure energy of mind, and it takes care of you. It really takes care of you because um, you've got the ocean behind you to assist you and guide you. I was just listening to Sydney Banks, um, and um, one of the, and I, he was talking to this piece, and I was feeling uh, the, the sense of things. And he says, um, "There's a flow to life, and you want to get into the flow of life." What that meant for me was another way of saying that we're guided by the spiritual energy we are all a part of, the intelligence that we are all a part of. And if we get in the flow of that, and the feeling of love will let us know we're in the flow of that, um, it'll guide us. It'll guide us through life. It will show us things we, we in our little minds cannot come up with. So... Um, so it's been so, I've been so fortunate to see that manifest in my work all the, all the time with couples who are in a lot of difficulty to the point at times where they question their relationship, that it manifests once they understand, uh, where their experience of one another comes from, that, that their opinions of one another their judgments of one another. Last week, last month's seminar on being right, when they realize all these things are the wrong way to go about it, even though when you think this way, it looks true that your opinions of your partner or your judgments of your partner 
look true. That's only the effect of thought and consciousness. Um, and if you live in that, um, some of it may get you into difficulties with each other. So anyhow, when couples realize that, what you see expressed is love. They get tender with one another. They um, forgive one another. They tell one another, despite the way they're, you know, there have been times couples will say, you know, someone will say, you know, despite what I've been seeing so far in this mood I'm in, I really love you. And it's amazing how that starts to, to, to manifest. So, the only thing in the way, really, the only thing in the way is our learned ways of thinking. Uh, getting angry or being bothered or annoyed or envy or jealousy, greed, the things that we can't help but learn when we come into life get in the way of that manifestation. Um, but it isn't to, the, the, the task isn't to get rid of that because, you know, once we're in those uh, those states or those feelings or those thoughts, we, being human, we can't get rid of them. But because we keep uh, open to our understanding of the principles, we can see them for what they are. We can recognize uh, where our thinking is going. We can use um, the thoughts that get in the way of the manifestation of love uh, as just a signpost that, um, you know, we're looking in the wrong direction. So, again, there's nothing wrong with any thinking we're in, but we want to wake up to see um, whether or not we're really using uh, these gifts we were given in a way that will manifest our wisdom and, and the intelligence. Lately, I've been... Um, uh, working with with people who are really caught up in perfectionism, you know, like this thinking about themselves, very seriously thinking about themselves, and um, you you know, and and of course they're talking to me, and we can see together how that innocent use of thought makes them feel bad. And again, one of the things that it does is it moves people away from realizing that they're perfect already. If you are mind, how can you have any imperfection? It's impossible. If you are the spiritual energy of all life, if you are the intelligence of all things, um, how can you even give that a quality? It has no quality. It's not good or bad. It's not whatever. It's perfect. So a way that I have seen to use that is to just see that we are working perfectly. If we're in a, a reality of greed, we're working perfectly because thought and consciousness are bringing to life our thinking. You see? It, Again, it has nothing to do with judging what thinking you're in. You're working perfectly. And uh, and what will happen as you keep, you know, as you keep listening to the principles and you've had insights and realizations already, those will come to you. 
you don't have to worry about doing anything. It'll just occur to you that, oh my God, you know, my thinking's a bit off here. Um, all right. And then, and then once you recognize that, your consciousness lifts and you get thoughts that help you out. But there's something even deeper than just the fact that we operate perfectly is that we are perfect. We're love, pure love. So we can, the only way we get away from that is innocently thinking our way away from that. And that's one of the messages I talk to couples about is that they just innocently move their move themselves away from their love that they started their relationship from. And we do that with ourselves as well. The love and understanding we have for ourselves, we move our, we move ourselves away from that by evaluating ourselves or comparing ourselves, you know? Again, it's innocence, it's learned. Um, but I'm just talking about it so we can kind of highlight the pitfalls of living in our lives. Uh, and what draws us away from this pure feeling of, of, of love and, and wisdom that we're all a part of. And so we notice it. And so we notice it and get off the, get off the greed bus or the anger bus and come back to the deeper feeling of wisdom, uh, of love, of contentment. So, Again, one of the illusions of our thinking to create that we could be, as ourselves, anything less than perfect, that's what it does. And so we start thinking we're not up to par. We're not up to our expectation. But expectations are just made up ideas. Some of them have been passed on to us in our lives innocently, some we've made up for ourselves, but that's following the wrong direction. It's following kind of the physical form. Expectations are just ideas people have made up through the power of thought. They can do that. But you want to see them for what they are, and so you can ease up on them and come back to your true nature, which is just love and understanding which is just being grateful or compassionate toward yourself um, or generous or whatever, you know, whatever gets manifested as you come back to the true, pure feeling of, of love. So that's why that's all you need, see. But it isn't the love that is in form all you need is the feeling of being connected to mind, that feeling which is love. And that's all you need because in there is your wisdom. In there is the guidance and assistance of mind. Now, you can't get away from it manifesting because we're creating thought all the time. But there is, you want to stay reflective of the fact that love is impersonal, that love is the manifestation of touching once again 
your wisdom. I've shared this story many, many times about my wife and I being in the Long Beach uh, seminar that Sydney Banks gave. And it's available on video uh, called the Long Beach Lectures. And we were there the first day, and it was just beautiful, you know. And uh, we both dropped into the field. And, um, I mean, we didn't know it. I mean, we were just feeling great. And uh, we got into the feeling. It was so, there was no form. I mean, we're, so without any form, uh, you know, we were just kind of giddy and, uh, you know, laughing and had no direction. I mean, we knew where we wanted to go and all of that, but it wasn't like, you know, we were going to say, well, let's be understanding to one another or anything like that. And um, we we ran up against the day. We just ran up against very humorous uh, um, situations about our usual behaviors with each other and how we usually act. And... Um, no, there was no judgment. It, it couldn't exist. See, it couldn't exist at that level. Habits of thought could not exist at that level. Why? Well, again, you, I don't know how it works. It's a mystery. But, you know, you gain insight. You get to this deeper feeling, which is you're more pure in the source of your true nature. Your level of consciousness has risen. So you're, you're, you're living higher than your usual habits of thought. They just couldn't take a foothold. You know, it wasn't that some kind of critical thing that didn't come to my mind. It just didn't, it couldn't even, I couldn't even a, a, a attempt to grab onto it. So again, with this sense of love, this state of consciousness, um, we're living in a whole different world. And I just wanted to point that out to you today and and kind of open that up um, for us in this teleseminar to just kind of point toward, to just kind of see that there's so much more available to us than we even realize. And um, this, the way I'm talking about love is just at one level of seeing it. Oh, excuse me. But as Sidney Banks says, that you know, there are infinite levels of understanding. So there's even more to see. So I keep listening. That's the best you can do is keep listening to uh, what you listen to with the principles. And uh, stay open to seeing more. And remember that it's always positive. If you're seeing something, it must be positive. It, it can't be negative because, again, when you get an insight, it's coming from uh, the intelligence of all things, which is love. So, um, again, I've talked for a little while here and um, uh, just want to check in with everybody that's on the call. And, again, welcome all of you. Um, I know some of you jumped onto the call after I started talking. Um, so, again, if you have any thoughts about what, what, what I shared so far, or if you have any questions or anything to share, I'd love to hear from you. And so, if you just press star 2 on your phone, um, 
it will show me that you have a question or you want to share something. So, um, again, just want to hear from you um, and see if there's if you have any questions or anything you want to share. Yeah. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> and I'm not in Chula Vista or El Cajon or whatever you're saying. I'm in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, well. Where are you in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. Doesn't matter. Uh, all part of the void, right? Uh, no, I love what you're saying. It's, uh, uh, so spot on, um, and uh, I love the you know the, that you're doing this seminar. I'm hanging out more in uh, three principles, uh, like a group and a Zoom group, a supermind group it's called, and that's just a wonderful opportunity to um, to kind of resonate with that great energy. Uh, it's funny how that works. Yeah. You don't even know what's happening yeah. sometimes, especially when there's people who really have a, a you know, fairly powerful understanding. Um, and, uh, but I, uh, just before the call, I was writing something on Facebook. Someone had said something about how analysis is fodder for ego. And I thought that was really interesting. And I pulled this book off the shelf at random about, um, I think it's the history of God. I opened it up at random, and it's, I started reading for a couple pages, and they're talking about um, uh, kind of like the history of, uh, I think it had to do with um, uh, Islam and uh, the Sikhs. And, but the point was it, it mentioned that analysis is breaking down things into parts and which and this is in the context of talking about God so that it was you know so it made me think this was interesting because analysis or I mean intellect is useful instrumentally in the material world um when we say ego, I think we're talking about a delusional sense of self. And so, and I know it's probably not good, good or that useful to focus on ego, but maybe it'll bring some, some clarity. I think for me, the process of um, understanding is letting go of ego or seeing through it. So is it that we fall into analysis and that feeds it because it maintains old ideas? Is that for habit? It kind of separates us from our true self? So, um, well, Eric, it's great to hear from you. I'm glad you're on you. <laughs> super, super mind. You know, no, really it is. I, I'm glad you're on super mind. I think that there's a wonderful feeling uh, with some of the wonderful uh, uh, chances now for us to get together as a group around the principles. Yeah, and I'm probably and I over think, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you saw that. Yeah, yeah you know, I think I, I, I think today when we're talking about what what we're pointing to with love is really not thinking about those points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Sid talks about ego, and he talks about it as our sense of self-importance. It's yeah. an illusion. It's not us. It's our ego is not us. Um, you know, I, I don't even think we need to look at that term because it's just looking at what's the form of your thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all it is. And if we kind of label a character to it, then we start thinking about the character. And <laughs> does it exist? Does it exist? Is it real? And then you start talking about ego rather than the fact of you just thinking. Yeah, yeah. And, you can just forget and, and, about and, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was talking today in a more, um, in a more no, no label, try to get to a no label place. You can't do that, but because that's really, um, the important fact that, that you're, that really all that's happening is through thought and consciousness, you're creating, um, you're creating anger or bother or joy or love, you see? So, uh, but, but I think Sid, in trying to explain it to us, talked about, uh, ego in terms of these uh, ways of thinking that get in the way of our, um, uh, living, living our true nature, love and understanding. So he talks about greed and all of that. But then you, if you start looking at that, then you start thinking about, well, is that all? You, you start thinking about the ego rather than it just being a way to explain something. Okay. Now, now, analysis, to me, you need it in the world of form. You do. You need to, I, I mean, you know, you need to analyze some things in life. But, so, again, um Again, you just want to be careful to me um, uh, uh, getting into labeling as something so i think uh i I think if you have an understanding of how you're engaging your power of thinking or your power of thought, that's all we need. It's, it's fine, you know. So I think using the intellect, I mean, we're, it's a wonderful gift because um, there, you know, having an intellect helps us in our lives. Right. It it does, and be and analyzing like right now. Uh, unfortunately, I'm getting my figures together for tax purposes here in the states. You know, <laughs> so it's like. Uh, I need analysis to do that. I need to analyze figures in order to uh, get the right sums of, uh, <laughs> of yeah. money yeah. to report, you know, right? So, so, um, so, um, but it may be that, again, in that quote, people are talking about the way people use thought. Uh, mm-hmm. and misuse, how it can, misuse how, the thought, I guess. 
Yeah, how it might be used against us. For example, if we're always analyzing how we are, that's not a good use of, of this power of thought. But I would be very, very careful around um, any any kind of um, uh, trying to put any form on um, uh, uh, on on on, uh, on how thought gets manifested. We have to talk about it. So if you're careful when you talk about it. And then people don't get caught into, well, what does ego mean or what does that really exist or whatever. Now, when Sid presents it, it really is an illusion. He talks about it as just an illusion. But that helps because then you don't make it something. So I hope that was labels. Yeah. It makes it simpler. Verifies it. When yeah. you said labels, do you mean like judging or putting it into a form and getting caught up in that? Yeah, well, like, um, yeah, like, uh, like, uh, oh, I don't know, like, uh, Freud put ego and super ego on things. You know, I mean, you're putting something into, you're putting something into the mix of thought just manifesting. So now you're putting something in there, like, well, this is an ego. Well, it's not because all you are is is pure energy forming something every moment. Now, if you put something else in the way of that, then people start looking at the form. Well, that's ego. Well, when does ego? You see, that's what I mean by labor. Okay, yeah. I guess like a prime example would be saying you have bipolar, and they go, "Oh my God!" You know, there's. Then they have a bipolar ego, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You have to be okay. very careful, yeah, with that. But anyhow, thanks okay. for sharing. Oh, thanks. Well, I hope that was helpful. I mean, uh, what I wanted today was, was to really share that, um, that, you know, the, what I'm, what I'm pointing to that love is all you need is that really all that means is that, that the spiritual energy that you are is all you need. And when you have the feeling of pure love, it takes you beyond your own personal thinking. And again, the moment of insight, the moment of wisdom occurring to you, takes you beyond your own personal thinking. So like when I'm caught up, like getting bothered by someone, and it occurs to me, oh, Mark, your thinking's going south, I've already shifted I'm already starting to move beyond my personal thinking to wisdom. To, again, once again, uh, being guided more by my wisdom, by wisdom rather than my own personal thinking. So the minute I realize, oh my God, you know, your thinking's off, um, I right away think something else comes to help me out. Quiet down. Uh, look away from it. Whatever. So that's what I wanted to point to, that love moves you beyond your personal thinking or your ego or your, or your own mind, huh? To the deeper source of things. Whatever words you want to use. But again, once you use those words, you got to be careful because there's no such thing. 
All you are is continually manifesting the energy of what you are through thought. And you have a feeling as a result of that. See? The minute you manifest again, the next second, you'll have a thought and feeling. It Feelings are the reaction to thought immediately. So, um, but that's all you are. Um, but trying to talk about it with people, you, you, you use terms, but you got to be careful with the terms. I was talking to one of the three principles practitioners the other day that I'm coaching and mentoring. And we were, I was talking about the 1990s when we got together to form a faculty to certify people in the three principles. And we had all these forms. And luckily, Sydney Banks told us we were wrong and we heard that and we dropped it all and tried to stay pure to what's really there as best as we can explain it because again, we're trying to talk each time about something that's formless. But if you can see that the feeling of love, love is where your wisdom lies, that you are guided and you are once again at that moment back to the source of things that will assist you. That's all you need. See, that's all you need because it will manifest it will then manifest in what you need. If you need compassion, that will come to you. It really will. If you need more compassion for somebody in your life, if you're in that state of that energy, that will come to you. If you need that for yourself, it'll come to you. If you need generosity, it will come to you. If you need gratitude, it will come to you. I remember I was at a stoplight one time, and this is just at a stoplight, you know, and I, it was red, so I had to stop. At least in the States, that's what they are. You know, it's red, you got to stop. And um, I was all bothered by um, my uh, uh, friend. And then, so the, the, the light hadn't even changed yet. Then in came... Uh, the you know in came oh my god man you're really caught up and then came gratitude so gratitude I had gratitude for my friend I saw all of what I was so grateful to have this person in my life and it took care of bother it was tr the truer nature of things and in and it hadn't even my and the light hadn't even changed um, so. So, and I had nothing to do with that. Like, I wasn't sitting there with a card that says, whenever you're bothered, uh, go to gratitude, you know. Or whenever you're bothered, practice gratitude. They have those out there. They have workshops for that. That's one of the things, too, I wanted to help you see uh, with today. There's a lot of workshops around um, that uh, help people... Uh, to find forgiveness, uh, gratitude, compassion, right? Um, you don't need them. You don't need them at all. I don't know how they can do a, a three-day workshop on forgiveness. All you need is to know that 
um, it's already in you. You already have it. Look to the feeling of love, and if you need forgiveness, it'll be there. I remember uh, Robert Cousin, many of you may not know him, but in the early days, in the 1980s, early 1980, like around 1984, 1985, he got together with George Pransky out here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and they developed a company of training. And he was a wonderful teacher of the principles. And one time he was talking about uh, relationships, you know, where there's like just a small group of us together. And he said, you know, when I talk about relationships, there's only two things you need to know. You need to listen and you need to forgive. And that hit me, you know, I didn't understand what he was saying. And I said, well, I said to him, what do you mean? He says, well, look, you need to listen to your partner deeply all the time. Because that's where you'll hear the connection and you know how to, you'll know how to be with them. You'll know what they're up against. And you need forgiveness. Because no matter how great a person your partner is, they're going to get into uh, troubled states of mind. And then they're going to be uh, at their worst with you. And so, so, and that's going to happen every day. So you're going to need to forgive that. But that forgiveness comes from love. Because with love, you understand that all that happened with your partner was that they just got caught up in a lower state of thinking. That's why they're acting that way with you. I said, Robert, you know, that's really cool. I mean, like, I don't live that way right now, but it's really something to keep an eye on. I thought I thought that was a beautiful insight, that all you need in a relationship is listening and forgiveness. But you see, but you see, it came to him from wisdom. It formed this way so he could talk about it. So when he started to describe it, I could hear it deeper from the feeling of love. See? So all I'm saying by that is just a story that what you need from the manifestation of love will come to you because you're part of the ocean. You have the power of that ocean, even though you're a drop of water. In the ocean, you are the ocean. And so, you'll know what to do. But if you leave it up to yourself, you won't be, you know, you won't do as good a job. You know. So, um, but I do want to hear from other people before we have to end today. Sorry I got carried away there. I hope it was okay with everyone. But anybody else? Just a, a star to let me know if you've got something you'd like to share or if you have a question. I'd love to hear from you before we have to come to a close today. Anything you'd like to share? Any questions? Um, 
uh, let's see. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, you know, I'm trying to stay, um, without giving it too much form, but you know, you just can't talk about, even when I call it love, right? Even when we talk about love, it looks like something. Um, but it's all those feelings that come from that place when you're beyond your own personal thinking. And you're in that love, lovely space, you know, when you've got an, when you get an insight, you know, that feeling or the feeling of just being happy or content or satisfied with what is, all of those are forms of it, but they kind of speak to the deeper feeling of, of it. Our, our true nature is nothing more than that. Happiness, well-being, love and understanding. And we're here in life to find that. Isn't that simple? We're here in life to find that. Now, what happens for people is they get insecure about it, you know, because they think, well, okay, uh, I'm happy. How come I'm not having get more money here? How come I just spent doing someone yesterday saying, oh, my God, you know, I'm really excited about this seminar I'm doing I'm going to do it in March. And I, you could see they were thrilled and they were, they had a lot of insights. So then they said, but, but I don't have any clients right now. And they got down, you know, like thinking, oh my God, you know, if only they could trust. And that's what we talked about. You got to trust the feeling you're in for your seminar because you created something out of nothing. And if you live in that, it'll take care of you. If you talk in your seminar, like you're talking, that's what I was telling them. If you're talking your seminar the way you're talking to me right now, clients are going to knock down your door. But if you scare yourself by getting yourself insecure about not having clients right now, you know, you're not going to, you're seeing it wrong. So that's all that happens to us. You know, we're going along in life and um, we're living in that nice feeling and then we get insecure about something. Uh, you know, we think that our mates should treat us better than they're treating us right now. Um, or uh, you get into desire, or you get into greed, or you get into lack, lacking. And uh, you take that for a spin. You know, we used to talk about, hey, take your new car for a spin around the block. You know, that's what we used to use here. Well, you take your low-level thinking for a spin, and then you're in it. So, I wanted to just talk about it today because if you, once you recognize you're taking your thinking for a spin, you stop and come back to love and understanding. And that's all you need. Because, you see, um, when you live simply like our true nature is just to be happy, and you live there, um, you're guided. You're living like Sid said in the flow of life. And if you live in the flow of life, you'll see the next thing. The next thing will appear for you. Um, it'll direct you. It'll guide you through this. Uh, and always remember that if you're feeling guided, it must be positive. It must be positive. So the negative tells you you're off. Okay. 
no big deal. All of us get off. Can't we, we cannot escape that. It's not whole thing about understanding principles is not to never get lost again or caught up in your negativity. It's just about knowing where it's coming from. You wake up to it once again, and the minute you wake up, you're already there. You see, you're already there. There's no no place to go to. <clears throat> but but for me, it's kind of like you know, I get thoughts of well, go back in there or or look through your love or let your heart come out. Something like that comes to me. But but you see, the minute you wake up to once again, oh no, there I go again. You've already risen to a higher level of consciousness. You've had to in order to think differently. So, uh, but again, also recognize that there are infinite levels. There's so much more to see. But be thankful for what you have seen. Sid says this all the time. I hear this in all the time in some of the, be grateful for what you have seen. Be grateful that you've touched love and understanding. So there are many practical things he has shared that's helped me so much, you know. So when you forget, you got things to come back to. Remember, it's love and understanding. Be grateful for what you have seen. That's another thing that the people I'm mentoring in Three Principles, you know, particularly the new people or people coming from other ways, uh, other approaches, they don't really, really envelop themselves into what they've already seen, you know, because there's so much out there right now. They keep comparing themselves. And I'm always telling them, just be grateful for what you've seen and share that. And that's so important to do that. Just share what you've seen because when you share from there, you're in that deep place that every teacher is in. And when you're there, it will flow and you'll see more. Well, geez, again, I'm so happy to have so many of you on the call. And I hope um, this was helpful to all of you. And... Um, you know, once again, if you have any questions in particular or you want to get a hold of me, just drop me an email. My email address is Dr. 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 Mark, M-A-R-K Howard. So Dr. Mark Howard at Comcast.net. And um, I'll be sending out a recording of this to all of you in a couple of days. And um, you'll also, also be able to download it at my website. Um, so that's threeprinciplesinstitute.org. Okay, everybody, enjoy um, the rest of the day, and uh, we'll talk again next month. Thanks so much for calling, and it was great to have all of you here. All right, take care. Bye. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.